everyone, and Happy New Year. Welcome to another episode of The Recipe with Dr. Stephanie Finney. It is my hope that through each segment, you will receive ingredients to live your best life. One seasoning I'm personally passionate about is in the area of health and wellness. Specifically, I provide non-toxic, chemical-free feminine care products that work. Additionally, I host an Instagram live titled, Do You Know What's in Your Feminine Care? But I will speak more about this at the end of the show. For 2022, please welcome my new co-host, Mr. Dez Lewis. Mr. Lewis, please introduce yourself, tell everybody who you are and what you do. Hey, everybody. How you doing? I'm Dez Lewis. I am a higher education professional. I am a husband, motivational speaker, but most of all, I'm just here to have a good time and I don't mind. Hey, I like it. I like it. Thank you for that introduction. And before we begin our discussion, let's open with some music to kick off today's show. Whether driving in your car or connecting with us by tablet, computer, or cell phone, please take some time to uncork and unwind with The Glow by Victoria Monet. Awesome. Show enough. Let's get Got that glow. Yes, yes. Uh, let's end that. No commercials needed except for ours. All right. So I hope you enjoyed our uncork and unwind music selection. Now let's get into our inter introductory discussion. 
Uh, Detroit HBCU set to open in 2022. And this is an article from December 31st, 2021. Uh, Governor Gretchen Whitmire has signed legislation to officially relaunch Michigan's only historically black college and university in Detroit. Uh, Dwayne Edwards, the founder of Pensole Design Academy in Portland, Oregon, recently announced plans to transform the former Lewis College of Business, the state's first HBCU, which closed its doors in 2013, into an art and design focused institution of higher learning. And uh, it will reopen in 2022 on the campus of College for Creative Studies in Detroit. So what do you think about that, Mr. Lewis, being that both of us are from HBCU? I think it's great. I, I really um, am interested to see the dynamic in which they do this. Um, as you know, historically black colleges and universities are totally um, underfunded. So will it be private? Will it be state? Um, will they seek donations as we all do? But most of all, I think it'd be great for the city of D- Detroit to, to focus. Um, I think that they really have a unique opportunity to redefine what the HBCU is in the 21st century. Um, Because I tell people all the time, we're doing uh, college, 21st century college with a 20th century model. Um, So it'd be if they could really do some innovative things and innovative ideas, which they're known for in Detroit um, and see see how it moves. I think it would be a great thing. Most things right now, HBCUs underfunded, land grant institutions fighting with the government for our share. So with them being fresh and Keep it funky. I hope they can make it happen in Motor City. I wish absolutely, them the best. absolutely. What are your views absolutely. on? You know, um, I am a graduate of an HBCU, as you know as well. We both Langston, Langston University alumni, and um, you know, I feel that anytime you know we can have an HBCU come to the forefront, it's important, and it needs to be known. It needs to be announced. But I will make a distinction in that um, there there's a difference between those that are funded through the example United Negro College Fund versus those that are not. And for example, Lancaster University is a land grant college and land grant colleges are not funded through the um, United Negro College Fund. So I just wanna, you know, if they're coming onto the scene, that's great. I just hope that they can stay um, stay in and maintain stability because of, you know, as you mentioned, funding issues, we are already underfunded. And then, you know, knowing that for some of us that are part of land grant colleges, they don't receive the same funding as others based on the fact that they are land grant college. So we don't receive the same share, the same slice. Our slice is a little smaller than their slices. But if they're if the state is backing them, the state of Michigan, that's a big deal. So um, will they operate as a community college? I just learned in my 20 years in higher ed that we have some community colleges that have the, the distinction as a historically black college, but what most people miss is having that 1890 land grant institution um, distinction. So you can be a black college, and I wouldn't say they were historically at this point, because I mm. think the game is locked on historically black colleges. But I'll do some research and get back with y'all. But at the same time, I wish anybody who is willing to, in the 21st century, educate and reinvent higher ed for our community, I'm all for it. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that. Before we go any further, I want to acknowledge a couple of guests. I want to say hello to Cara Latoy Lewis. I hope I'm saying that correctly. That's the most beautiful woman in the world. Oh, okay. Well, I know who that is. Welcome. Welcome. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. And then we have uh, Tan Crow. Thank you so much, you guys, for tuning in. 
Thank you. Thank you. Yes, yes. And um, on to our next topic. Um, and this is very interesting to me. Um, Regina Hall discusses her latest investment with clean medicine. This is actually from November of 2021. I didn't know anything about this. This is totally new. But in addition to her work in film, Regina Hall is also an accomplished investor with a keen interest in sustainable living. Uh, and I quote, I love looking at businesses that promote health and that affect population and quality of life. Um, I love investing in green solutions, things, areas, ideas, and concepts where I think we can, we should be headed towards things that move us towards qualitative solutions. Um, I like that qualitative. Um, and then among the latest additions in her court, her port portfolio are uh, Genexa, a clean medicine brand that offers alternatives to over-the-counter medications like Tylenol and Mucinex. And um, I was, I, I had no clue that that was even something. So she is one of my favorite actresses. I did mm -hmm. see this um, on another network, probably over the break. And she, she was being interviewed about it. And um, it's one of the ways that she keeps herself working and keeps herself investing in our community. And I love that about her. Um, the question asked her was like, how do you feel basically? Uh, we're going to get into it later and later in the show about Black like exploitation films, but she was like, my bank account is not suffering, but she does this when she makes the money. She reinvested in our community, and I think that's important. Um, as most people know, she is probably one of the least, I say least, recognized actresses in the mainstream Hollywood. The girl can act. Yes. yes so she I, really I can. kudos to her and her team for getting her out there in that way. Yes, yes. And, um, you know, in a society that continues to, to move towards uh, cleaner and more sustainable living, you know, this is a great concept. Um, you know, I, I mean, instead of going and buying Tylenol, why not buy something like this? And something else that they added in the article is that these these products are great and they really work. And that's that's the key for me, because whenever somebody says, OK, you know, we're going natural, we're going to, you know, go vegan or we're going to. It's like, so does it taste good? So if we're going to, you know, use this product, does it really work? You know, yes. and I'm like. <laughs> I would be interested in trying it. I've tried a couple of herbal things and I guess I don't have patience. So I know with Tylenol, I'm going to take two of them and they're going to kick in. With the herbal thing, it has to give you a system, your bloodstream. It seems like it works. But I do, I will say that I was less tired when I did try it. I didn't have the drowsiness when I woke up from it. So I, I'll give it a shot. As Oklahoma wind coming sweeping down the plane and these sinuses, I'll give some alternative <laughs> to uh, anything. Uh, natural at this point. Yes, yes. Well, um, uh, Hall was introduced to uh, Genexa by a friend. Um, right. So, you know, that I'm just, I thought I'd throw that out there, you know, and was blown away when she learned that the products actually work. Um, you know, I think that that is another thing of, you know, staying connected with people because, you know, right. we perish sure. for lack of knowledge and keeping those, those relationships, you know, so if someone does come to you about something, you know, and their friend, you take the time to, you know, okay, well, let me see what, what this is about. Because you could think that someone at her level, and I know you said that she's probably one of the um, one of the ones in show business that we don't hear as much about, or maybe she's not as, as, as publicized about. Like she said, her checks are still coming in. <laughs> and she, uh, but for her to take the time to even think about something like this in our community, I think that's awesome because I have a couple of good friends that are vegan and, you know, I'm just like, how, how do you do it? What, you know, I, I, I'm. Trust me. Every how? day. 
we just had this discussion in our house um probably about four hours ago to be honest okay. with you i love bacon and so um my wife she had an alternative to it and i can't remember what it was she said we can have some cheat days i was like well if i'm gonna go vegan i need to know that i don't mind having a green diet but i love fish i love crab so i was like i could be a pescatarian but I still, at the same time, I would love to try the healthy alternative and just be vegan. I admire those who do. We have a couple of students on campus who are vegan and the calf has to prepare their meals. Um, they love it. And it's like this generation is more into it than ours was. Yes. Um, so, but at the same time, it's the way of the world now. I don't want it to be a trend. I want to do it for healthy reasons. Yeah. And um, back to Regina, I think that e even for her putting her name on this, and it must be something that we should try or could believe in because at the same time, I love bacon. So <laughs> me giving up that pig is going to be kind of hard. And that's the only part of the pig I really eat. But chicken, I can do without. I can do without the ham. I can do without anything except bacon. I hear that. Well, I, I gave, I did, I did give up the pork. I gave that up a, a while, a long time ago. If I do bacon, it's turkey bacon. But I agree with you on the seafood because the seafood is my thing. I mean, crab and the fish, and it's like, oh my gosh, really? You want me to give that up? Um, and I'm again, I don't want to, I don't want to sound negative to anybody that is a true vegan or oh, plant based. Um, because I think that what you're doing is awesome. And I do believe that your body can heal itself if you're eating the right foods. I do believe that. Um, so I don't want to, you know, speak, speak negatively, but I do believe that for those, that for those of us that have been, um, eating meat for a long time, um, that is an adjustment. Um, I know someone who told me, he was like, you know, I was vegan every day, except for Thursday when it was time for a Buffalo wild wild wings and so i did thursdays that was when i did my buffalo wild wings he said it took me about a couple of years but after i got through that then i said okay that's it i'm gonna give it up i'm gonna completely be plant-based and i don't do it anymore but he said it took me some time because thursdays it, was my day <laughs> and it's a lot to it's like a lot to go into when they get to they have to research their food and i mean it's it's a lot planning those uh vegan meals uh top, what is it tofu um and then if you get really down in the mud with it, some things they can't eat because it had a mother. I'm like, I just, I'll be a plant-based diet is different than a, I'll be a pescatarian. I, I'd rather be a pescatarian. I think I could do that. What's that baby steps for me? Yes, yes. And that's okay. That's okay. I, I'll take those those steps with you. I totally am in agreement. So we're going um, to do this for, for 22? We're going to try? Are you for real? I'm for real. Challenge. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Okay. For Here real. Throw the bacon wait, away. Wait. I'm playing. Okay. When we start, man. When we start. Look. <laughs> okay. Look. How, how about this? Okay. okay. And this is for real because in um in my daily readings, one of the things that I have learned because I read my Bible in the morning and I have things that I do to get myself ready for the day. Su successful people have daily routines and yeah. so we need to set a date number one on when we're going to start this because if you don't set a date then it's just something that you plan but then it's a goal when you set the date right. so we're going to put a date on it when we're going to set so we'll talk about that offline we'll set that date and we're going to do this for real because really? every now oh, no. and yes yes and we're going to check back and we're going to do our our checks on the show as well all right so you are my accountability partner Oh, here we go. I'm ready. And me too. You, you're mine, and I'm, I'm yours, and vice versa. So, right. uh, Miss, Miss, 
Yes, and Mrs. Lewis, come on in. Come, come on in. Now I can tell you that Mr. Finney is not gonna do it, so okay. it's just gonna be the three of us. He's not oh. gonna do it. He's not. <laughs> Kara's ready. I, I, she she's been trying to get me to do this for a while. She's ready. Okay. I, awesome. I'm I, I'm the backslider in our family. I, you know. <laughs> Half the, the battle is admitting that you have a problem. <laughs> I know. I I know. I have vices, and um, that 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 pig is one of them. That's okay. Well, we're going to overcome that. We're going to yeah. overcome that. And on that note, this is a great time to take a quick break. So right. don't go anywhere. And we will be right back with the recipe. All right. Hey, it's your girl, Lisa Denae. And I want to tell you about a product that has changed my life. Rain Premium Sanitary Napkins. Rain products are infused with a Nobel Prize winning material called graphene. It's the graphene strip that provides the various health benefits that can improve your quality of life during that time of the month. Listen, I've been very loyal to a certain brand of feminine products, but I've never experienced the results I get with Rain products. The difference is in the graphene strip. Using Rain products has totally eliminated the painful cramps I experience, and it can also help balance your body's pH, eliminate harmful bacteria, and help fight fatigue. Graphene moves heat away from your core to keep you cool and comfortable. Ladies, it's time to upgrade your feminine care with products that not only offer protection, but also improve your health and wellness. Place your order today and receive your premium sanitary napkins delivered directly to your door. Visit www.drfcare.com to make your purchase today. And don't forget to mention that your girl Lisa Denae and Stunner Radio sent you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Recipe with Dr. Stephanie Finney and my co-host. Yes, Lewis. Awesome, awesome. Okay, so this is, you know, not the best thing, but I learned a lot about this individual. Uh, Max Julian, star of 1970s film The Mac, passed right. away on January the 3rd, 2022. Yes, Man, yes. I read that... Uh, um, the Facebook and social media, and I was like, "Wow!" And I and once I got to reading, I didn't realize that he was who he really was. I was like, "Oh wow, he did a lot." Yes, I did not know that either. I mean, it's amazing, and and you know, I, I need to do better because that that made me feel bad because it's like, okay, we don't find out about about people and what they do until they pass away. Not yeah. good on my part. But uh, Max Julian um, significantly helped to launch the black exploitation genre with his starring role as Goldie Mickens in the Mac, and that is a classic. <laughs> <laughs> it is a it is a classic, and I've watched it a few times. Um, he was eighty eight years old, and um, he was born on January the first, nineteen thirty three, in Washington D.C. A classically trained actor who began working off Broadway productions and Shakespeare in the Park. His first on-screen roles were Psych Out and Getting Straight. He landed his most promise, prominent role in 1973, the cult classic, The Mac, co-starring Richard Pryor. And, um, you know, he, <laughs> through, throughout his journey, you know, he, he was one of the most, he, he became one of the most revered uh, individuals in films because of that. And we know that individuals have sampled um, things uh, to include the uh, hip hip hop icons like Dr. Dre and UGK and several others, you know, with the dialogue that they pulled from, from the films. And I did not know that he also wrote and co-produced Cleopatra Jones. Yes. yes. Did you know that? Yes, I did. I did not know that. Here's another fun fact. Did you know that the film was written on a prison toilet by Bobby Poole, an inmate at San Quentin? Sir. Wow. 
went for two months. Yes. And they met. Um, he kind of pitched his film to um, Bobby. And that's, I mean, pitched his film to, um, yeah. and that's how it happened. No, I did not know that. Wow, that's amazing. He was in Oakland for like two months. And um, mm -hmm. as you know, my mom lived in Oakland when I was a kid. So these okay. are some, things, you know, some inner city, like, hey, did you know the man? You know that? And so that's how I found out. I was like, oh, wow. And so I watched all those movies as a teenager. Just when we would watch movies like Minister Society was hot when I was a teenager. Like, well, have you seen the Mac? Well, what's the Mac? And then kind of got, he became my favorite character in the movie. I'm a movie buff. So at the same time, I was like, oh my God, Goldie. And I was like, you know <laughs> I used to know his line. I used to know his lines, but I don't really have none to just pop out right now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I remember in that movie, the scene where the women are being hypnotized. They're mm -hmm. like in, in this room and it's these stars. It's kind of like, you know, this like backdrop of the stars and he's like saying, you know, all these things to them while they're listening and they're being hypnotized. I was like, is this real? Is this mm -hmm. really happening? These 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 girls are really falling for this. This this is hilarious. It, it was a it was a comedy in some, some respects. <laughs> it, it was. And I think that's what I, I think it was. By the time it got around to us, it was not cool. It was more. <laughs> it was like, what? What's going on here? Yes, absolutely. And, you know, they really, Richard Pryor, anything Richard Pryor in becomes a classic, just off cuff because of Richard Pryor. But at the same time, they really, really acted in those movies. I was like, are they being for real? Are they? I'm like, are they acting? Or is the adult? I'm like, are they acting? Or are they making this up? <laughs> yes, yes, I agree. <laughs> and that's, yes, and that's like, um, do you watch any of the, or just pass by the, the um, what are they? The channels, um, the uh, bilingual channels where they speak in Spanish. It's like the Spanish soap operas. It's like, yes. is this really acting? Yes. I thought of that in the Mac. I'm like, they are really acting. Like, remember the lady who was showing the girls how to steal the clothes on the Mac? And she was like, you take it and you put it in your jacket and you get, get to move it. I was like, confidence. So that's, so that's how we steal in the clothes. That's mm -hmm. how we doing. Okay. Okay. All right. And, write, write that down. But if, when I look at old pictures of my father and my parents, I wish I could find one. I don't have one on the computer. Um, they didn't begin dressing like those people. Yes, they did. They did. Yes, because I know some pictures of my mom, and I was like, oh, you really did look like that. You it had the afro and everything. It influences the culture, just like today. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And... <laughs> Something else, um, he received an, an NAACP Image Award nomination for Best Writer of the Year. Um, and as a screenwriter and producer, he served in both roles, starring in the 1974 Western Thomasine and Bushrod, which I have yet to watch, but I'm going to watch it now because I'm very curious. And I know you saw him on uh, How to Be a Player. Oh, God, yeah. I mean, you know, when they bring him back, you just, yes. at that time, it was like he was a legend. Oh. Yes, yes, they brought him back with peaches. Yeah. <laughs> yes, really, I can't forget. We, we, um, our movie, you know, who really reminds me a lot of the Black exploitation movies, and that's the Wayne's Brothers, because they take all those movies and then make fun of them. And it, yeah, it's kind of like. <laughs> 
but they were serious and they make fun of them. So like, whoa. <laughs> well, one of my favorites, uh, which is a spoof, but it is funny, is uh, Black Dynamite. Have you seen that? I have not. Oh, you got to watch it. Trust me, if you watch it, you will come back next time on the show and say, oh my gosh, that was truly hilarious. It was good. Okay, I, I may, I may. I, I, I'll watch it, I will. Yeah, it's got um, the guy that played in, uh, uh, what is it, the movie from Tyler Perry. Um, I think I, no, no, no. Why Did I Get Married? Mm-hmm. Yes, he's in that. He he actually okay. is the star of it. He's so good. He's so good. He's funny, but it's good. And um, I didn't know that um, Mr. Julian also had roles in the Black Klansman. And I watched the Black Klansman, so I guess I missed him. And I'm surprised, but I did That's know with, he was um, in the the Mod Squad. The Black Klansman. I don't think I've yes. seen him. Yeah, I've seen that, but I, I didn't. Was well, recent one, or is it an older one? No, it's the one that was that came out in um, the twenty twenties. I guess I'll just okay, say I'll that. Okay, I've seen that one. Mm-hmm. Or the two two thousands. Yeah, I think I think it was like twenty twenty something. I mean, it yeah, it might have been twenty twenty. Yes. Okay. I, I, okay. I, I, yeah. I thought it was an older version of it or something. Yeah, no, I, it was in. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's keep going because we want to now get into uh, the the seven habits of highly successful black people. All right. And uh, yes. And this is actually um, it started in. Um, well, it, it originated um, in 1989 when Stephen Covey published mm-hmm. the seven habits of highly effective people as a self-help resource to help people become more disciplined on their quest for success. Since then, the book has guided people through its seven main habits, being proactive, being within, um, with the end in mind, um, put things first or put first things first, think when, when, seek to first understand and then be understood, synergize and then sharpen the saw. And, you know, the book is a valuable aspect or asset for um, for people worldwide. But we're looking at this list for African-Americans in 2020 and actually adapting the seven habits into the new year for the move black forward, not the move back forward, but the move black forward. So, yes. And one of the first things that they talk about is uh, listen to something that sparks positivity and sets your creative juices flowing. Um, you know, whether it's a podcast or, you know, if you have a playlist on Spotify, et cetera, you know, they're just telling you that, you know, you need to listen to things that spark some type of creativity. And I, I can agree with that. I can, I can agree with that. I, I don't have a lot of podcasts that I listen to, although I do have a few that were referred to me, but I definitely have some playlists that I have and those set the tone for the day or whatever's going on. So go ahead and give, give your thoughts, Mr. Co-host. You know, every morning I, I wake up and I say a prayer and I start a song or something, but on my way, on my drive in really is when I groove because I live about 35 minutes away from the campus. Okay. So at, at the beginning of the semester, it was heavy on my heart. I don't know what I was going through, but every morning when I would get in the car, I would play um, Jonathan McReynolds' Run This Race. Mm. And so, and, and you can tell it really sets the mood, it's, you know, it kind of, Speaks to your heart, your soul, and your spirit, and saying prayer and whatnot. And then I noticed that over Christmas break, I would get in the car and my playlist had changed. And just now reading this article, I was thinking, "Wow, Lewis, you you really got down through there." After Christmas, I'm gonna look at my playlist real quick. But my playlist I've been listening to is the um, "It's Wipe Me Down," "Rubber Band Man," whatever you like, live your life. <laughs> 
a little YG. I was like, it went from Jonathan, it went from fucking Norfolk. <laughs> so I got to get back on track. So this, this this article is good for me. It's good. Well, I speak I, to myself daily already, but you know, those on, you know, and, it's, and some of those songs, I don't listen to the um, clean version, so. Hey, just keep it real. Keep it real. I mean, you know, it the car, you know, knocking and bucking. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I walk in the page hall ready to take on the world. <laughs> well, you know, I do agree that there are some songs that you just need to get you going, and they may not be a, a, a spiritual song. You know what I'm saying? I do start my day off with a spiritual perspective, whether it's reading, et cetera. And I do, you know, have some some cuts that I that I love. But, you know, I'm like an old school person when it comes to gospel music. Like, I mean, I I go back on gospel like I love um, Jesus is the well, I think it's called actually you're you're the best thing by Reverend James Cleveland. That's an old. Oh, yeah. You know, so I, I like that 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 type of stuff. I'm like, oh, everything got to stop because you know he's he's here, and I I need to take this time now. On that same note, I will pull up some Silk Sonic. Okay, okay. Uh, smoking out the window. Okay. Yes, that's yes. gonna take you by surprise. Yes, if you listen to the to the full version, it yeah. will take you by surprise. It will, but you know what? You need to check. <laughs> Go ahead. It kind of takes you back to the map. <laughs> it does it does um but you know i like that entire list like it's rare that you can listen to a um an, an album or you know a cd or you know i don't know if anybody have cds anymore but anyway if you just put oh, if you I, plug oh. your phone in yeah the whole set you hear everything i like i like a little bit of all of their things but they have a song that's called blast off and i'm like oh this is so nice it's like the last song of that playlist and I'm like that's that's it matter of fact that's going to be our song for the next show okay okay <laughs> yeah, I can we're going to do that yes yes but so no I get I mean it varies it varies on, on the mood because another thing I love old school like I like um, Rob Ayers um, everybody what is it everybody love, loves the sunshine oh my gosh that is that is my jam if you play that it's like I just need to sit back and just meditate you know I didn't know this is this is Weird that over Christmas break I was watching the Mary J documentary and I had no mm -hmm. idea that that was a song that she had remade. Yes, yes, but don't I mean no disrespect intended. She's remade a lot of songs, but that's oh, one I know, of, but that's yeah. her, that's her ish. That's her jam. Yeah. That's what she does. Yeah. That's what and she her does. Documentary mm -hmm. tells you why she does it because mm -hmm. that's the music like us she grew up listening to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, I mean like yeah, yeah. Any, I mean all the Rick James given, and stuff. Any given day. <laughs> Um, people walk into my office and they be like, "You're an old soul," because Anita Baker be playing. She just yes. she soothes me. She's my she censors me. Okay, but she's not really that old. Like if you come in there someday, some Aretha Franklin may be playing. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Uh, let's see, we have somebody. Okay, I don't know who that is. We're not gonna pull that one in because I'm not really sure. But nevertheless, this is a great time to take another break. So we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and then we will be right back with the recipe. 
Hey, what's up, y'all? It's your girl, comedian, actress, Coca Brown. And I got to give a huge shout out to my girl, Dr. Stephanie Fenney, because she put me on. What? To the Jewel Sanitary Napkin. These babies are amazing. Not only are they good to me, they're good for me. Not only do they help with absorption, moisture control, and protection, because yes, sometimes I like to wear white, but these babies also have a great ingredient called graphene that helps with cramps. Huh? Are you kidding me? So you're telling me that I'm protected and I can control my moods a little bit? I love it. So please make sure you hit up my girl, Dr. Stephanie Finney. They have a variety of sizes for every kind of flow, whether it's heavy, light, overnight, she got you. So make sure you hit up my girl, Dr. Stephanie Finney and get you some Jewel Sanitary Napkins today. I strongly endorse these, honey, especially if you're like me you need all the help you can get for that time of the month. All right? <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Recipe with Dr. Stephanie Finney and co-hosts. There's Lewis. Okay. So we're continuing our uh, conversation on the seven habits of highly successful Black people in 2022. And number two, um, enjoy life's simple pleasures. Uh, in the midst of hustle and bustle of every day, we deserve to take a moment to take everything in around us. And, it was, and an example that they gave was while eating breakfast, um, you know, watch the sunrise or go for a walk during the week. Um, if it's one thing the past year has taught us, it's that life should not be taken for granted. That is on point. Um, I was sitting here and I was reading the rest of those and that one caught me off guard because a lot of times I get up in the morning, I get up and I go and I don't sit down and I do not eat breakfast and I don't take mm -hmm. enough time after, you know, you do your meditating and you get ready to just jump into the day. Uh, the walks, the, the simple things, the simple pleasures is what's missing in my life at this point. Um, I just get caught up in the hustle and the bustle. So that's one that's one uh, effective habit I'm going to take into 22, black into 22. I like that. Yes. Um, you know, I love to go out for, for 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 walks. I prefer to walk outside than walk on the treadmill because it gives me the opportunity to see something different and take in, you know, the scenery. Even if it's a route I've been before seeing the same things, it's still just about being outside around nature. I think it just does something. You know, but I didn't think about, you know, eat breakfast and, you know, look at the sunset because I'm like, I got to hurry up and eat because I got to get to work. You know, you, it's always in a rush, you know. And, and just taking um, right now we, we are losing people every day and we, we, I say live, but at most of the time I don't think about taking walks. Like I'll drive all day. I like, I, I, I tell my wife, I'm going to turn a couple corners and I'll put on some gap, man, and I'll let the sun move back and just drive and clear my mind. Um, walking is like the new exercise, I guess. So I'm like, I'll try. But yeah, I, I think that is important. Yes. Go yes back, totally. Get back to the basics. Back to the basics. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, number three is speak life into yourself daily. And they talk about, you know, the continuance of our community through oppression and strife is the product of our ancestors' many prayers. Tap into that power source and repeat affirmations of positivity. Say a quick prayer when you hit the road, you know, chant like Tina Turner or create a new mantra. And I'm all about affirmations. So that was right on point for me. <laughs> Thank you. Got to have them. I have um, my class. I have it on um, in my home office, but. One of my classes I taught um, every day, they walk in the room, I call it the vibe of the day. So it's on the board. And at the end of the semester, they made, they had 
collected them and put them on note cards and they put the spiral note cards and they gave them to me. So I said this year I was going to recycle them and read what I told them to, you know, every day. Because it, what you speak to yourself daily, you be, I say you become, it lifts you up, but it centers you. Like every morning I'm like this, today's your day, kill it, be great. But then I go back when I get to the office and remember when we were coming up, they had these things called daily bread. I still they're, get them. They're digital for now as well. So mm, I that's how them. I get them. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> okay. listen, listen to it audio. Yeah, man, because you need something to reaffirm that you are great, you are you are powerful, you are made in his image, and you can, hey, if you can go to the cross, you can do anything. And are the generation that I am engaged with daily, because of COVID, um, I told I tell people all the time, they don't realize that we are gener- the freshmen in college, this the first time they had been in the classroom was this August because they hadn't been in the room since 2019. Mm. And they were juniors then. And so there's, there's, it did something to their psyche. Um, they are, they, they're very depressed. Their, their confidence, their self-esteem is so low because they, like we're now, they have been on camera, on Zoom, educating themselves, I say, and teachers yes. trying to, for two years that they didn't know how to interact in the classroom. They didn't know someone could tell, hey, you, you can do this. You're in college, but you're going to be great. And so... I taught them to speak to themselves these affirmations daily. And I think that the world needs this. We're shutting down again. Look at us. So. Yes, yes. Um, you know, my soup. I'm sorry, go ahead. I said the mind runs the show. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Uh, my supervisor um, for my full time job, she asked us to come up with these words of intent for 2022, and she wanted it at the end of 2021. And my, my word of intent, it was two words, but um, it was um, disciplined expansion. But then I went with, with, with expansion because if you're going to expand, you have to be disciplined. And, you know, the things that you need to do to expand and be dis- and you know, you have to put all the discipline pieces in first. And I said, well, you know, one of the things that I'm doing is that I'm putting the things that I want to do and that I care about at the at the top of my day instead of you know getting to work immediately i gotta get up i gotta get online i gotta do this stuff it's like no i want to do the things that i want to do uh at the beginning of my day and then get to those other things because then it makes my day feel different when i was doing it the other way it felt like oh my gosh i got a you know a chore i'm doing i'm doing doing chores now i'm like okay i get up and i just feel better because i have a different perspective because i put the things that are a priority first rather than shifting things around my job. And don't get me wrong, I'm thankful for my job. I'm blessed to have the job that I have, but I am there to be a light. I'm not there to, you know, to, you know, it, it's, it's different when you put it into, in, into perspective. It's like, you know, this is not all I do. This is just a one, one part of my, of my life. And to be quite, quite honest, it's a small part of my life because I have a lot of other things going on that I care about more. And if I win the lottery today, deuces. <laughs> well, I would say if I win the lottery, I'm not going to quit immediately. I, I will. I'm going to make that life hell. <laughs> <laughs> because, that, because I know. You did not say that. <laughs> because, because at the same time, um, this is not, it's not funny by no means, but Antonio Brown would be me in real life. Um. For those who don't know, he's the NFL player that uh, walked off the field on yes. Sunday during the game. And I, and for me, I can't find nothing wrong with what he did. And so if I won the lottery, 
<laughs> you say what? <laughs> you say I'm late. Who's late? Yeah. So you know, <laughs> with money comes responsibility and accountability. So therefore, I will be accountable. But I'll be stacking. I will be stacking my funds. I'd be. I wouldn't quit immediately. Why would you quit immediately? Yes. I, I would. I, well, I would, well. Let me let me back. I would give a two week notice. I would I would do things decent proper, and I, and I give a two week notice. But I'm done. I'm done. Why do y'all think people deserve two week notices? This is the new days talking. Like the old days, was like yes, do a two week two weeks notice. But well, I I tell you why why I would give my supervisor a two week notice because she has she's she's a great supervisor you know she is about results only she's not a micromanager she's now so based based on her yes i would give a two-week notice because of her so that she could plan and prepare for somebody else to come into my into my position if it was someone else there's a possibility it would just be immediate deuces but for her i would give a two-week notice absolutely because okay. it's, it's the relationship with the person Yes, yes, it's all about the relationship. It's not, you know, it's it's all about the relationship because she is really good. She's not perfect, but above, and you know, you're never going to find a perfect supervisor. But of all the supervisors that I've had, she has really been the best, and she really cares about people. She really does. Relationships matter in the workplace. They do. But at the same, at the same time, when they're ready to get rid of you, they don't say, "We're giving you two weeks, and we got to let you go." They let you work all day sometimes, and at five o'clock they be like, "We got to meet at four thirty. Yeah, 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 I agree. So, I'm yeah. um, just doing this season. Um, I couldn't find nothing wrong with what the young man did. And my, a lot of my Facebook friends, I don't comment. I've been reading. Um, I just can't. I said that I don't believe that people who can charter jets owe anyone an explanation of why they're leaving the NFL. Hmm. Yeah, I, I, I heard about it, but I don't know a lot about the whole situation. So I was that's, I mean, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. y'all. I mean, <laughs> but no, it's my perspective, and and we may get a lot of uh, feedback from this. But he I, he does have some mental uh, illness issues. But today he released a statement, a long statement, saying his ankle was hurt, and they wanted him to play, and he told him he couldn't play. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a lot of controversy, but at the same time. He walked out. They, the man, he said, the man told him you were you would never play again. So he was like, okay, I'm out. Mm. And with someone who makes that type of money, I don't feel like we, as the people, as you know, the fans, don't get to dictate how this man quits the NFL. Yeah. Like, I was watching Saturday. I was like, okay, yeah, he's gone. And I was like, well, what is he doing? I was like, who are he waving at? He was waving. He had a whole little parade and threw his threw his, threw his gear to the people. And I was like confused. I was like, oh, he's quitting. <laughs> I heard. I heard that. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, um, don't going to get off course. But he's probably doing some affirmations now, so you know. Yeah, but yeah, that's not for me. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, we can't get through all of these, but um, because I'm going to bring Miss Charmaine Santos on, but uh, but number seven is maintain and seek balance, and we do talk about you know mental health within the Black community, how it's a taboo uh, topic of conversation, and it shouldn't be. It should be. And that, you know, we need to address that because there are issues. And a lot of times we say, oh, you know, let's just you know pray about it or go to church. And it's like, yeah, prayer is great and church is great. But God put things on the earth, such as therapy for a reason and counseling. And you need to utilize those, um, you know, as, as you see fit. 
And in the African American community, it's such a stigma on um, counseling, but I, I can't say that I believe that we are finally walking into the light, you know, and saying, hey, this is a lot to unpack and a lot to process. And the more we talk about it, the more we say it's okay. Like our, our, our parents' generations, parents' generation may not be for therapy, but this younger generation and the schools have therapists, therapists in them now. So I think we're making leaps and bounds towards normalizing it for the African-American community. I agree. And on that note, uh, we are going to pivot and we're going to bring on uh, Ms. Charmaine Santos of, of uh, Second Chance Financial Solutions. So let me bring her on. Hey, Ms. Hey, Santos, how are you? It's going good. How's everybody? Great. Welcome. Great. Yes. Thank you. Yes, welcome, welcome. Uh, so um, please tell everybody who you are, what you do, and why. Okay, give me one second. Hold on. Sure. Well, we can continue while she comes back I'm in. Sorry, I was just making oh. sure my my um, computer was right here because it was it was just trying to give me a little problem, but not too much. But anyway, okay, yes. Um, I'm sorry. Rephrase that question for me, uh, uh, Stephanie. Yes, ma'am. Please tell us uh, who you are, what you do, and why. Okay, so I am Charmaine Santos. Uh, I'm, I'm basically, um, I'm in the financing market. Um, started in 2018, um, where me and my husband both came on um, to a wonderful company that helped us to get our credit together. That was one of our issues. So we both have been agents for this company since 2018. And what we do is we help people um, not only um, help them with their finances and with their credit, but we also educate them on the financial literacy of um, how they can get their finances and their credit together. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And, um, you know, you and I have known each other for about two years now and when you told me about what you did, you know, I thought it was a great concept and I vowed to sign up, but I didn't until mm -hmm. it became imperative to do so. Mm -hmm. And, you know, although I regret the, the wait, um, what your company offers, in my opinion, is long term financial care. You know, mm -hmm. I personally decided that when I signed up, I was in it for the long haul indefinitely because I just feel like it's so important. I, I have a high credit score. I thank God for that. But it's not about that. It's about credit. It's about protecting my credit, making mm -hmm. sure that everything is intact because of the things that I do on social media and things like that. I want to make sure that, you know, it's, it's, it's so many people hacking into things and it just mm -hmm. it's just crazy. It's just craziness going on with with, with finances and credit. So let me get off my soap off my soap soapbox. Uh, please mm -hmm. give us one thing that we should do this year regarding our credit and finances. And FYI, listeners, Miss Santos will be back weekly with tidbits on credit repair, restoration, and protection. So tune in uh, mm -hmm. on a continuous basis um, on the recipe to find out more. But just please give us one major tidbit that we need to know about right now with reference to credit repair, restoration, and protection. Well, um, one of my tidbits definitely for the beginning of the year is definitely have a detailed credit analysis done. Um, a lot of times people feel that they can go through Equifax or a TransUnion or even Experian for their websites in regards to their um, an updated credit report. But interestingly, they're the very ones that 
put inaccuracies on our credit report. So when it comes down to getting a thorough, detailed analysis of your credit, I wouldn't veer to them for that type of assistance in regards to just solely under their website. You can partner with ones that will give you a detailed analysis. And I definitely have um, a lot of those tools on my website to help individuals to get uh, basically like a free analysis. And that gives them at least the first steps on where they are so that we can kind of give them a jump start as to what we can do to help them to, um, you know, rectify their credit. Mr. Lewis, do you have any comments on that? Because I think that is an kudos. awesome way to start the new year. <laughs> yes, kudos to you and your team. I learned some valuable information just doing that tidbit that mm -hmm. you gave us. Mm -hmm. um, and I will be reaching out as well. Okay. It's, I, 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 it's, it's, like the, it's like credit is like the Bible. It's like mm -hmm. the never-ending chapter of Revelations, but the end <laughs> is coming. And you hit your credit score. I learned about two years ago um, that it's a process. It and is. You have, but most importantly, it takes what this Dr. Woody said in the beginning, discipline. Mm -hmm. and yeah, so I'll, I'll be reaching out. Thank you so much for talking to the oh, team. Oh, you're very welcome. Brought about this. You're very, very welcome. Y'all look her up. Hit her up. <laughs> well, thank you. I definitely appreciate um, you guys giving me the um, opportunity to open up and use this outlet as a voice because sometimes in in life, we don't get that opportunity to learn financial literacy. That actually has to be taught. Yes. So if it's not being taught, you've got to learn it somewhere, somehow, because if not, you're going to have a generation of individuals such as your children not learning to, to manage a checkbook or their money. Um, and so you just want to try to do things differently in this first, and especially this year that we, the 2022 year, we want to kind of open up with a whole different mindset when it comes to ourselves and our children. Um, so I'm not doing this just for me. I'm doing this for my family. I'm doing it for their sake because I don't want to leave them with a legacy of bills. Right. You know, I don't want to do that. I want to leave them with knowledge on how they can literally change their financial trajectory and their life. And so that when they do make money, they can make the right choices. That's you know, right. It's, it's just so important. You know, so I definitely look forward to bringing more information on the show and just helping people to not be afraid and ashamed of what they might be encountering when it comes to their credit score. Those three little letters, I mean, those three little numbers, excuse me, mean a lot. But at the same time, the fear is what's going to keep you from actually obtaining financial freedom. So that's another thing. Break that, break that fear and walk out on faith because it took all of that for me and my husband to do so every bit. So I definitely always think about that too. Just definitely do it with um, faith and God in mind because you're going to need it. <laughs> How can our listeners reach out to you if they have questions or desire a consultation? Well, definitely I'm on Instagram under Charmaine Credit Advocate. I'm also on Facebook. Um, and, you know, those are the main two outlets. I'm looking into making a blog so that people can kind of tap in and 
get some question and answers um, in, in my blog. That's something that I'm, I'm preparing this year. Um, but for the most part, that right now, those are my two main outlets. I'm always promoting on um, Facebook and Instagram so that I can kind of open up um, people to see that, you know, there is a way that they can reach me and schedule a consultation. I don't really like to just go on Facebook and Instagram without having some type of um, serious consultation with that person because everyone's situation is not a one size fits all. So I always say just schedule a consultation. Let me get to the meat and potatoes of what you're going through. And then we can go from there. Thank you so much. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, you know, this is really it um, for our show, um, for everybody listening and watching. Thank you for taking time out of your day to connect on the recipe with Dr. Stephanie Finney and co-host. Yes, Lewis. <laughs> Mr. Lewis, do you have any final remarks for our listeners today? As you go into 2022, um, as we're already in set six days, try to do more for others and live life unselfishly. Caring about other people limits your your ability to make self-service decisions. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Final comments. Uh, Miss mm -hmm. Santos, do you have anything that you would like to give as far as final comments or final remarks? Well, definitely when it comes down to I'm piggybacking on um, <laughs> his uh, comment because it's true. When you have a giving spirit, you're not going to always look for the the, 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 you know, you're going to get reciprocated what you, what you put out the energy, the love, the, the, the whole, all of that makes for a, a great business owner, as well as, um, you know, just a person, an individual in this life. Cause any, anytime you're a self-sacrificing person and giving your time and energy into whatever you do, you're going to always get it back. It's always going to feel good to know that you know, you've done something good. And I always try to put that out in the morning when I write up my, um, you know, my daily things that I have to do. I'm like, make sure I do something positive today. Just just make sure I do something or say something positive to someone because that can make a difference for them and for yourself. So, yeah, definitely always try to think think about others instead of yourself, really. Awesome. Awesome. Well, before I go, if you are on Instagram, please tune in tonight at 7 p.m. Um, sorry, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as I provide a serving of health and wellness in the area of feminine health care. And for any men out there, please do not shy away from this topic, because if you have important women in your life, you also need to know about this information. Uh, well, that's <laughs> it for me. And uh, again, we hope you enjoyed this segment of the recipe. And now I'm going to allow singer, songwriter, television personality, and founding member of Sisters with Voices, Lily from SWV, to provide her endorsement of Rain, previously known as Jewel Feminine Care. See you next time on the recipe as we bring you all of the ingredients for living your best life. You guys have a great one. Bye. <laughs> And the packaging, it says Jewel on it. And she sent me so many different, I mean, this for moderate flow, heavy flow. Hold on. 
And this was my favorite. <laughs> that is my favorite. That is my favorite. <laughs> I can always appreciate an overnight, but what really, what I was really impressed by was the 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 length, how long it was, and how and it's not as thick. If if you guys still get that those friends, sometimes that thing could just be out of control and never do what you asked it to do. It'd be all <laughs> over the place. But honestly, like I had absolutely no problems at all. And I, I just want to say thank you. And I appreciate this product so good because a lot of people, you know, they, they want to send you stuff and it's like, okay, you know, you want to believe in everybody, but everybody product is not a good product, especially something when it comes to feminine hygiene and sanitary this and sand, you got to be very careful because sometimes you know, uh, whatever is, whatever the stuff is made with, it don't always agree with your body chemistry. But I had absolutely no problems. And I wouldn't even say this if I didn't mean it. I gave my, the, the girls in my podcast, they use it. My, my other, my podcast member, she don't even use sanitary napkins. She's like a tampon girl. But she really appreciated this. And I thought, you know... I have to tell you this. I couldn't wait to get on here to tell you this. So for everybody that's on here that's still going through them, getting those monthly visitors, please support Dr. Finney's business. I tried it myself and I and I loved it. Wow.